only fair, Steve, if, if they're going to be doing a, you know, like a demonstration of somebody getting spanked, that that should go to me. I, I have, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I only fair. Thank you for this. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, so David, when we go live, uh, yeah, but when we go live, David, um, I just want it to be made clear that I'm the one that gets the spankings. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be the one that's going to be the spank. Yeah, so I'm going to be spanking him, huh? right? What? We're live. <gasps> okay, David, you have one job. Hey, welcome to Not Sequitur. No spanking will be taking place. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we. Yeah, yes, I was looking forward to that. Um, yes, yes. Welcome to Non Sequitur. I'm Kyle Curtis, joined always by Steve McRae. We've got Dave producing tonight. And um, a very different, very unique, uh, very divisive topic tonight on this Friday evening. Um, which, by the way, sorry we're late. Uh, I'm, go I'm going to be on a stream that Mr. Atheist will be airing on Sunday with uh, Logic and um, it's Eric, right? What's his, what's his last name? Murphy? I'm not mm -hmm. sure I got that right. I think he was on there with you. Um, my mind scrambled from, from transitioning. Oh, there's yeah, streams, Eric, yeah, Eric and yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric, uh, yeah. yeah, from uh, uh, Doc Evans. With Ethan Hour podcast. He's hilarious. He's oh, hilarious, he's right. Yeah, he's awesome. Nice That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Eric, if you're watching this, please don't take offense. My mind is just on 9,000 different places. I forget Steve's name. Yeah. He's a little that, disappointed that he's not getting spanked, I guess. The three mile nine yeah. But um, yeah, so check that out um, Sunday. Also, following the stream tonight, I'm going to let Steve uh, tell you about what he's got going on real quick, and then we'll go through what we've got coming up, and then we'll get to the spankings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, by the way, it was Eric Murphy. Um, yeah, really nice guy. I really enjoyed it. I was on the uh, Mr. Mr. Atheist's uh, mass, Sunday mass with him, and uh, I really had fun. Uh, tonight, I will be on God is Iowa's channel. We'll be having a discussion on a video made by God is Not Good, uh, dealing with agnosticism and atheism, and that will be at 10 o'clock Central or 8 o'clock Pacific. So, unfortunately, we won't have a two-hour program here today, but uh, that's going to be in, in, in about an hour and a half or something like that. So, looking forward to that. Okay, and uh, let's go through what we've got coming up for you guys. Beginning with tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern. It's 8 p.m. Eastern. We've got uh, the effed up Flat Earth cat, uh, Weekend. Is it coming up? Let's see it coming up. Dave, are you, are you putting these up? I think we lost Dave. There. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's okay. okay. okay he's, cool. he's, he's, he's spanking somebody or something. Okay. Eh, whatever. Okay. Could have done that before uh, yeah. the show. I, I just I just didn't want to get uh, too far ahead of myself. But um, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, we have Greater Sapien uh, going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about the Kickstarter program that he has uh, coming up where he's going to, in a sense, circumvent the globe, disproving the flat earth model in itself. Somehow they'll still claim that he's a shill and that, um, you know, that, that doesn't work like that. Uh, so that will be tomorrow at 8. And then on Sunday, we have two guys that a couple weeks ago, or a couple days ago, went through our uh, one of our flat earth videos and kind of broke it down and made a lot of comments and i think we're going to tackle some of those and then go into what the true shape of the earth is that is beyond the imaginary curve and that will be with dale and gav also joining us will be reds rhetoric and jim panda so do not miss that that's going to be epic and it's sunday at four that's 4 p.m eastern on sunday and then on Monday, we will have our re, our um, rescheduled Jehovah's Witness debate between Telltale Atheist, uh, Lloyd Evans, and an active Jehovah's Witness. Um, that will be a reschedule from this past week. Don't miss that. That's going to be good as well. 
And then on the, uh, let me get my days right. That Tuesday, we have, I was, I was contacted by a, um, an author. You see there on your screen, Charles Kowalski. He wrote a very interesting book, and that is, what if terrorism worldwide was committed in the name of atheism? So that's what this book kind of goes through. It's really interesting. He's going to be with us um, Tuesday to go through that. That will be at 8 o'clock. That's 8 p.m. Eastern. And then um, on Friday, very special interview with a uh, very edgy, does not hold back on, what is on, his, uh, on what's on his mind, uh, and that is Nightmare Fuel. Uh, it's going to be a really good interview. I've got a couple things, a couple controversial issues that we're going to tackle and get his unfiltered thoughts on. So join us for that on Friday at 8 o'clock. And I don't have a thumb for this one, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, on Thursday, we're going to be doing a debate between uh, Mr. Atheist and Jay Dyer. And Jay Dyer wrote a book about secret symbols being hidden in Hollywood movies. And we're going to kind of go through the symbolism, see if there's anything to it. Um, and Mr. Atheist will be joining us for that. So big week, a lot of cool stuff coming up. And even more exciting things coming now with spankings. And the question tonight is, should you use spankings as part of a punishment for children? Unfortunately, we're not going to get into the uh, spicy side of it. The question is not, should spankings be uh, used as a form of, what's the word for that, Steve? What, what's a, a good safe word for that? I don't know. When it comes to children, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. I'm going to turn it over to Steve now, who will introduce our guest tonight, and then we will get started. All right. Well, tonight we've got uh, Hemalysis. Um, he has been a YouTuber for quite some time. He's on Pitmuck's channel quite often. Uh, he does a lot of atheist uh, activism type things on his channel. He's going to be advocating for the position that uh, it is acceptable to spank your children. And then on the actually, con that's side, the you... quite that the opposite of what I'm going to be advocating. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're on the con <laughs> side. Yes. I'm sorry. I've already I've already screwed up your position. Your position is whatever I tell you your position is. That's how it works on it. And, and you're no, missing an you... in. <laughs> well, I mean, you now, have to it... tell me my position so that we can do the demonstration. Look, that's what we do here. We that's work right. hard to yeah, make sure <laughs> We strive hard to make sure we do not look professional here, okay? We cannot be giving off this image that we know what we're doing. I had it down at the beginning, though. Um, okay, so yeah, you're going to be arguing that it, it is not acceptable to spank your children. And then on the on the pro side, um, and I'm going to let you pronounce how you pronounce your name. Because um, I've already I pronounce it Agnathius. Agnathius. Okay, he pronounces he pronounces Agnathius. And the Agnathius is going to be arguing that it is acceptable. To spank your children so there you go which one would you like you to start this is gonna be this is kind of like debate roulette it's not gonna be a very long discussion i don't think it's not an intricately detailed discussion so uh, be feel free to keep it kind of superficial and lighthearted. Uh, but let, let them kind of, like start us off yeah let them introduce their okay. uh we'll start with him introduce yeah. yourself yeah, and start your off channel and introduce then, yourself and yeah i and, am I'm just going to go by my channel name, Hit Analysis, and what I do is I destroy Christian music from an atheist perspective because it's fun to fuck with the emotional connections people have with their religion. I have yet to see atheist YouTubers re really doggedly go after worship, and I fucking hate it. So I made a channel about it. But anyways, my position as a former foster child, um, I was brought up in a system where spanking wasn't allowed, and a lot of the kids turned out pretty okay given their circumstances. And I learned some interesting philosophies about how to raise children, although I don't have any vested interest in it, seeing as how I will not be having children, nor do I care to. Um, I still have an I opinion. I said that one time, too. Yeah. We all, we all, I think most people start off, you, you don't want kids, but it, it kind of ends up being the case many times. No, you have no idea how far I am in my position. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You have to have sex to have kids. You're right. You're right. Can, You're, no worries. Can you give us an, <laughs> extremely an example of... Can you give us an example of um, how you destroy the 
the hymns? Oh, God. Is that, is that, uh, put, is that putting you on the spot? Well, I'm trying to think of my best so, moment where I, I did what? the song Your Grace is Enough. What, what was the song? You, if you feel like it's putting you on the spot, that's fine. Um, I, I just thought it Or you want to pull, pull up a clip? Go for it. Let me send you my best video. Do, do you like Southern Gospel music? <laughs> well, it why, depends. Why? I have a. Go ahead. I have a wide I taste. There's a there's a lot of good like actually objectively good Christian music, you know what I mean? Like the the tune is good, what have you? Like um, my favorite Christian song has got to be "Keep on the Fire and Line," which is like if you read it, you're like, oh my god, these fuckers are they're, they're insane. They literally think they're the Lord's army. <laughs> You sound fun. I, 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 yeah, I don't. I, I think uh, I have to listen to it. My favorite Christian song. That's my best video. Favorite. If you want a clip, um, we'll, we'll find Twitter, it and uh, maybe towards the end we'll, uh, we'll, we'll play it towards the end. Okay, it's not um, required. Trust me. I... That's okay. All right. Um, I can't. I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your name. Is it? I Adelaide, know. We, I, I know why it's so hard for us. Igno yeah, and explain what that think, is actually. Just I'm, agnostic, I'm atheist, and slam them together. Agnostic, oh. Steve, you should I like yeah, this guy. Agnostic, 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 agnostic. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself and then um, tell us a little bit about you. And we'll start with you. I guess you can go straight into your position since you're the one that's taking um, the pro side of the argument. So, yeah, since I have the, the uphill battle. Um, no, I go by Agnathiast. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Real Agnathiast. Um, I am a civil engineer, land surveyor. Um, basically, I enjoy your guys' show a lot. I mean, you guys have a great show. Um, but I also like listening to a lot of YouTube videos and people like analysis and, uh, Basically, my argument is going to be based on uh, the concept of reasonable force. Um, I think it's a, a term that is really well defined, at least legally, to be able to distinguish between either like abuse, what's abuse and assault on a child versus what's discipline on a child. And I think we get there through reasonable force. Let me stop you real quick. You're... you're... Sure. Steve, is, is his microphone sounding a little? Um, it, it sounds like you're a little bit too close to your mic. Are you getting that, Steve? It's distorted mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, yeah you sound a little bit. A little uh, bit. I, I would go back about two inches from your mic, maybe an inch or so. Yeah, just just back up a little bit from your mic. It just sounds like you're a little too close there. Is that any better? Oh yeah, it sounds better so far. Okay, it's, it's it's good enough. I mean, I can hear. So yeah, go ahead. You sound better. Yep. So. Like I say, I think the standard we should we should be using is what I refer to as reasonable force, which, I mean, most police officers are familiar with that term, and it's what they are judged by for, say, if they were to arrest somebody, you know. If they go in front of a jury, the jury's going to say, okay, did you use reasonable force? And that's where I'm coming from with spanking children. Um, I think if a child is acting in a manner where you could call the police and the police would come and get involved and like restrain that child or um, use force in some way to, uh, to control that child, I think the parent should have the same right, if not more rights to do the same thing to their own child, considering they are 100% responsible for that child. Um, May I ask something, in, please? I want to do a direct response to that because that's a good point. Um, I know where you're coming from. I'm not going to say that it's 100% flawed, but I want to add something. Um, I used to be in a wilderness camp. Uh, the system was called Eckerd Youth Alternatives. It was like a juvenile detention facility, but like in the woods and shit. And uh, one of the things they used if somebody was being unreasonable is the counselors were trained to restrain people. And it was never like, I'm going to hit you and then take you down, or I'm going to take you down and then use this as an opportunity to hit your captive ass. It was literally like, this is to stop you and calm you down. And then when, when you're done, I let go and we talk about it. 
that's a restraint and spanking are you can't conflate the two is what i'm getting at there's a reasonable time for restraint and that's when violence is occurring i'm using reasonable force and more than just restraint um restraint is part of it but you get to a certain point where for instance let's just take um i don't know if you guys saw that video of that uh like 20 year old girl, whatever, that just got arrested on the beach. I don't know. Did you guys see that at all? Mm-hmm. Basically, she. Well, one of the police officers um, ended up tackling her and she was resisting. And so, in order to, for, to stop her from resisting, he started hitting her to get her to stop. So, that's kind of in the same. Uh, realm of where I am approaching this from is well, let me you know, ask you spanking this. Let me is, ask you this is a tool. Just Go to ahead. start off, so that we so that we don't get too deep, too far deep, because I, like I think it's important that we start off from all of the same point. If the cops were to be called at a like a residence where the kids were acting up, the cops wouldn't tackle the kid and and punch the kid you know like that wouldn't happen so when you're trying to compare the two like mm-hmm. you should have the the same amount of rights uh, as the cops do. what the kid's doing i, I don't i mean like I if the kids assault somebody they're going to take him down yeah yeah. They'll, yeah they'll restrain him but you're like, and the cops often beat about, the like, shit focus out of people the, focus on the 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 actual spanking part of it and framing it in a way where it's not basically what I'm saying is you're, you're trying to compare two different things that aren't very comparable. Number one, you're talking about adults with adults, mostly with the cops where mm-hmm. we want to focus on adults with kids. Like when you're having behavioral issues and um, you know, them just acting crazy. Is, is it appropriate for an adult to impose that kind of will on them and to physically strike them as a form of punishment? Like the cops, when they come, they're going to try everything they can to avoid having to physically assault you. So, and, and that's Correct. not the case. And I think the parents should do the same thing. They should try to avoid, you know, hitting their children. But sometimes you get to a point where you just have no other options. I feel like spanking is like a, it, it, it's a tool in the toolkit. Um, it's There's not the up. best tool. Perfect. It's not, um, basically the way I, I look at it is when you're, when you're dealing with children, you have what's called positive and negative reinforcement and positive and negative punishment. Okay. I don't know have if people are familiar with model? those terms. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard um, of, have you ever heard of a model of punishment? And I know it's really not even punishment. It's called natural consequences. And uh, it's something I learned in wilderness camp. Like the whole thing was like, what good does it do to punish a child when they're just going to associate the behavior with something negative happening to them when you could instead use it as a teaching opportunity and let the consequences of their actions affect them directly. Like your and kid goes and throws a temper tantrum and breaks something. Like we're gonna what are you going to do? Mid tantrum, take him down and spank him? No, just let them live without the thing right. they broke. All right. Listen, we're going to get there. Okay, but let let him frame his argument because that's what's important first off, that he kind of gets where he's coming from out, and then we'll come back and let you take the pieces that he lays out. But let him frame out and and finish what his stance is so that um, we're all in the same you Before you do that, that, I I really do think it's critical that both of you kind of tell us what you mean by spanking because that can range from anything to a light tap, to, to a belt, to a board, to a beatdown. Um, it's such a vague term when you say spanking. I need to know, and I think the audience wants to know, what your position is as far as any degree of spanking and what you mean by spanking. So in your in your presentation, can you kind of give me what you think spanking involves? I'll go first. That's where I came in with reasonable it, force. Hold on, him, him, okay. him, 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 him. Hold on, hold on okay. one second. He's, he's, okay, he's so the pro in this. Like he, yeah, he's got, he's taken the position that it's okay. So let him frame out yeah. why it's okay. And then you come in and 
try to take that apart. But let him frame mm-hmm. out why, because he's taking the 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 pro, the pro in this. So what would be what would okay, be ahead. your degree of reasonable force example? Um, for me, a reasonable force is the amount of force required to gain compliance and no more. So okay, that works great for police. That but... <laughs> yes, and it's I know it's to me it's also a legal argument because I'm I'm against parents being thrown in jail for spanking their kids for the most part, as long as they're not abusing their kids. And that's why I was trying to make the distinction between the two. Um, so personally, I would say spanking with like an open hand. Um, you know, I wouldn't go as far as to throw objects in there like paddles or switches or belts or anything like that. I think that's going a little bit too far. Um, but just more along the lines of uh, a parent who um, is trying to teach their child a lesson and swats them on the butt. If the child cries, the child cries. I mean, it's it's nothing that's going to be permanent damage. Whereas I could see like a a switch or you know something that would cut the skin or something like that. I would be against that. Okay, now, now that you've now that you've told us what's the what you consider spanking to be, go back to where you were talking about how it's a tool in the toolkit and um, kind of frame up for us why that should be a tool and um, why other examples of kind of mediation wouldn't work. Why you know why that has to be an option? Sure, and. So where I was going is is the concept of positive and negative reinforcement as well as positive and negative punishment. So punishment is simply to discourage your behavior. Reinforcement is to encourage your behavior. The positive and negative don't actually mean necessarily what we think they do. Um, it's not intuitive, but positive just means you're adding something and negative means you're removing something. So obviously the ideal method that that most people would want to use is positive reinforcement right you you add something you give the child something for to encourage that a a particular behavior that you want them to do okay but that's also can be known as bribery which i think that has problems if if that is the only method that you use okay negative reinforcement Again, you're trying to encourage behavior, but you take something away. Um, Spanking would fall under positive punishment. So you're trying to stop a behavior or discourage a behavior and you're adding pain to do so. Um, And then negative punishment would be you're trying to discourage a behavior so you take something away. So that would be like, you know, your child sneaks out of the house and you take away their cell phone, something along that lines. Um, I think in order to teach a child life lessons that you need basically each one of these little, each one of these four parts. Um, And I think spanking is a, a one tool that you can use that's part of a toolkit. Um, it's not, it, it shouldn't be the only tool that you use or the most likely tool that you use, but it's an acceptable tool, in my opinion. Okay, um, and, and before we get to you, let me ask you guys this question real quick, just because I'm curious. Were either of you spanked or not spanked? Like, how did you, how are you come into this? I was spanked as a child. Um, okay. I can probably count on one hand the number of times I was spanked. It was wasn't very often, but I am coming in it and from the perspective of I feel like it was character building for me to be spanked. Okay. I don't know about him analysis. I'll let him talk. I was spanked more times than I could possibly ever recall with various different instruments, hands, and hickory switches of which I had to harvest my own while crying like a baby because I knew it was about to happen. And if I got a real uh, wimpy switch, I got whipped with it and got sent back out to grab a competent one. 
in there. But I don't consider it abuse. Like, with the way I would frame my life and my standards, the way I was treated was not abuse because I know the intentions behind it weren't like, fuck you. They were like, okay, you little shit, you need to behave. And I'm, I don't have the coping skills necessary to talk to you about this. So I'm just going to, you know, whip you with things. I have a lot more to add than that, but I don't want to monopolize the conversation See, on I just think, my I past. As, I think that could be construed as, as abuse, actually. I think that could somebody make an argument for that. That would be, I, I would, I would categorize I would, it. If you're going to do it, it's going to be involuntary uh, or non, non-voluntary, not involuntary, because I know they didn't mean it as, like, malicious. They just yeah, didn't know I, any I better. I don't think intent matters. Abuse for I think in this case, I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting question, one that I think we should eventually get to. But um, I think I'm gonna have to go with him on this one. That they probably were just brought up that way. It's just a cycle of you know, psycho psychology and and those kind of sorts weren't as in the forefront as they are now. So this is just what their parents did and what their parents did. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm against it. Uh, I, I'm on the side that it, that is against it, but I don't think that most pe- parents have abuse in mind. But that's an interesting question. That's a very interesting question. Okay, so him, I'm gonna let you take your case from what um, Agnathius just said. Okay, I've got a couple of points I was noting. So, uh, like, okay, I'm at a disadvantage here because I don't plan on having kids ever. I don't. I've never had siblings, so I wouldn't even know how to like proxy raise kids or deal with little kids ever. So I'm speaking from a position of ignorance here. So uh, ignorance and idealism. So my ideal way to do, I I guess you would call positive and negative reinforcement would be through natural consequences. As as I said earlier, like if you break something, you're going to go without it for a set period. Or if you like mess up in a social situation, we're going to focus the punishment on what those impacts are. You know what I mean? But like you try to avoid actual punishment as much as possible and try to tie in real world lessons with the actions that they did. Now in the moment when they're all acting crazy and stuff, I don't know how to stop them. Like I'll admit my fault there. Uh, The next thing I was going to say is spanking is a really black and white behavior it's either happening or not it's a binary doesn't matter what level it is you can't go well he's half spanking someone it's like is or isn't and children are so variable that you can't uh, there's not a black and white answer for fucking anything that any kid does we're all humans they're just little adults with a little less capability than us and you know, as they grow, they're going to associate you with pain and fear, even a little bit. And I think that's kind of messed up from a, from a parental perspective. Um, which goes to my next point, which is uh, kids are often you know little, and adults are not. So we're like giants to them. Do you remember how big your elementary school felt to you physically? Like imagine that perspective, looking up at an adult, and then they're going to hit you. Like that's really fucked up. And I guess that's an emotional argument, not really a good logical one. And then I would say that my drawing the line for reasonable force, if I'm going to use reasonable force would be restraint only. And let's see, I don't know what I would replace the tool of spanking with. If I was to figure parenting tools as a tool belt, as you did earlier, I'm kind of ignorant there. So here's my tray of emotional arguments. Please dissect them. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Do, do you think yeah, that one smack, and not even a hard one, do you think that's spanking? And just like a light tap, because you said there's, there's either spanking or not spanking, but spanking to me is an action. Um, is, is, is I just think hitting kids is an off and on thing. Like you're either doing it or you're no, not. No, but but just, you're one type of parent. Is that spanking? What is spanking? There's like, a gradient, of course. I'm not going to okay, say that one, all spanking is one to be a spanking. Okay, but is, is one tap, is that spanking to you? Yes. Absolutely. Because of, okay. not because it's equivalent okay. to a high. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm clarifying your position. Okay. Like so I just I categorize it as not happening or happening, and then further divisions of happening. If that makes sense. Okay. Sure. Yep. Like if you establish that dynamic with your kid, it's a tough road to go down. Like it's it's not something I would 
if I could go back and alter my childhood, that's one aspect I would remove. And in foster care, they specifically forbid you from ever even like tapping your kids. You can't do it. Like you will lose your foster kids immediately. You can starve them. I've been starved in a foster home, but you can't hit them. Yeah, no, I I support that in a foster home, yeah. Yeah, because they're not the real parents. They're not going to have that rapport with the kid. There's uh, millions of reasons why it wouldn't work. And I think it's funny that the same people that be like, yeah, you shouldn't spank foster kids will turn around and say, well, yeah, you can spank your own kids because I fucking own my kids. That's another thing I can't stand. If you're a parent, you don't own your fucking children. They're not chattel slaves. They, They have minds of their own. You're there to guide them and provide no, a, a nurturing home for their, their upbringing. When you're a biological parent, well, you do have more yeah. rights. Also, more, but... Like 100% responsible for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he means that they're not like they're not property. Nobody, nobody. Argues no, that, uh, no. If you no, I, I can tell you right now, as a parent, your children own you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, better way. yeah, it's like having a cat. You yeah. have the privilege of yeah. living with them. Valid point. Uh, Agna Atheist, how do you want to um, respond to the points that him brought up? Well, I think the the whole, you know, giants was a was an interesting comment. Um, I think I want to go down that road a little bit. So sure. I believe there should be a power imbalance between parents and kids. Okay, there. So the fact that you know we're giants, well, yeah, parents should be giants. They, they, there has yes, to be I, some kind I of power imbalance. If there isn't, there isn't a power imbalance, then the parent is ineffective. If if the kid doesn't care what the parent thinks, or you know has the attitude of, well, you can't do anything to me. If you touch me, I'm going to call the police and get you arrested. Um, well, that, just remember, I, that's I not a binary. That. Just because spanking is absence doesn't mean they don't fear their parents. Hold on one second, uh, Ham. But let's make sure that we let everybody finish out their thoughts so that we don't have any talking over each other. The people out in the audience can't hear when there's that kind of crosstalk going on. It just jumbles everybody's words. So let him finish out the thought, and then we're going to give you all the time that you need to um, respond to it. But um, that way everybody stays in their one train of thought. Nobody gets lost, and we can kind of guide it from there. Yeah, so I believe that imbalance in power leads to a a healthy amount of fear. The kind of the way I equate it to, I remember when I was a little kid, and I didn't know what a mousetrap was, and I happened to see one between the stove and the wall at my dad's house, and I reached down and touched it, and it snapped my fingers. Right, I still remember that to this day. I feel like today I have a very healthy fear of mousetraps. It doesn't stop me from setting a mousetrap or anything, right? It just keeps me vigilant if I'm ever using one to, hey, these things can hurt. Um, So as far as relating that back to this banking, um, if we have a parent that's trying to teach their child a lesson, I feel like humans as a general concept and actually anything that has a central nervous system is kind of hardwired for pain. We learn from pain. Um, we, it, it, it basically the entire, well, not the entire function of your nervous system, but it's one of the major functions that keeps you alive is, is pain receptors, right? It's how a kid knows not to hot, touch a hot stove twice, right? I'll do it once, but you won't do it twice. So I feel like spanking, you're, you're connecting with a, a deep part of almost, well, I can't even think of the word, it's almost back to your, your roots, your primitive ancestors of, okay, pain means we don't do something, basically. Instinct. That's a good thing. Correct. It's connecting with an instinct. What, what is, does it have to be pain, though? I mean, a lot of times spanking is connected just with a psychological thing. I mean, just, I mean, for hypnosis, I'm sure the psychological thing was him having to go out and get that switch. That was psychologically fear for him. I mean, he, he 
to was, be, was it not? I need to add something. Sure. Uh, Go ahead. To add to that, that wasn't always how it was handled. It was just the most prominent way that it was handled because it's what I remember sure. most. But, but, but even still, uh, the thought of getting is just as effective sometimes as as a pain in, in, for for as you say. No, you see, know, the the pain is not points. what I protest. I don't give a flying fuck about the pain because kids hurt themselves worse than parents spank yeah, them when they're out playing. I've been spanked and it wasn't ever about the pain. Yeah, it's always about the, oh my God, stop. No, God, please help. Why? What are, What the fuck are you doing? Ow. Like, and then you're, <laughs> it you're was scared more like, of your ah, parents. Shit, what I do now. Um, I only got spanked yeah, you don't drink times, do you? but it was always psychological more than anything else to me. You don't Except, drink, do you, him? Not, not really, no, why? Just don't start. Start. <laughs> no, just don't start. You, you seem like you get oh, angry. Believe, believe me, I am so aware of how dangerous it is. There, I, no. Like drinking? Okay. Yeah, too many good people have gone I'm down the, that I'm road. I'm not the only one that doesn't it. get violent when I drink. I, I, I'm so mellow when I drink. Everybody else is like... I just you know, get sad when I drink. Like, <laughs> Oh no, that's just, yeah, that's just de- normal yeah. Definitely don't drink. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to drink if you're depressed a, all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, ex- it, it, it makes me have existential crises. Yeah. So let's stay. Okay, good. But let's <laughs> let's stay away from. Uh, we're getting off uh, off topic. Okay. So my bad. My question. That's okay. It happens. Happens every one, every show. We, me and Steve, go off on tangents all the time. No big deal. Uh, Agnathius. As the toolbox that you, you brought up just a second ago, my question would be, can you think of any other, let's say that the spankings weren't on the table, that you couldn't put that in the toolbox, and that was not going in the toolbox. Can you think of something else that could work in its stead that might be equally as effective as spanking? And that's a that's a really tough question because it really depends on the situation. Um, obviously, you know, children aren't aren't robots, right? I mean, right. You you could approach it from many different angles and get the same outcome. Um, it's just what tools does the parent have available to them at the point at that time, you know if a kid is reaching up for a stove or something and the cat and the parent slaps their hand, right? I mean, they're hitting the child, but it's an instinctual reaction for the parent. I think in that case, that might be a little bit more reactive. You know, like you're not planning on spanking the the child. It's just they like, you don't want them to get burned. So you pop them away. So I I, I wouldn't count that. I'm talking about like if the, let's say the kid, I think a lot of spanking though is reactive, isn't it? No, I think it's not. Oh, I think it it may be, it may be that you mean that the parents get into such a habit that when they see what they conceive as misbehavior, they just start swinging. And that's a whole other problem. But like, I'm talking about, yeah, in the reactive sense, like if you see a kid coming up to the stove, you're not thinking, well, he's doing something wrong. I need to discipline him. You just don't want him to get burnt. So you, you stop right. the, uh, I mean, sm- smacking the, kid's hand is a far less damaging than what he's going to have happen if he actually puts his hand on that stove. Right. So it's a lesser of two evil things. And I think that's instinctual. I would, as a parent, not hesitate yeah. to do something like that. Yeah. I like mean, if you're about to hurt themselves, like, yeah, that's oh, different. Like stop their hand. I was just yeah, asking let's say the kid's said, playing ball inside, and he's been told countless times not to play in the house, and he breaks a, a vase. Let's pretend that we're in that situation now and that spanking is absolutely not allowed. How would you approach that, Agnathius, from a, a parent's standpoint? If you could not, under any circumstances, spank the kid, what would be your next go-to move? Well, I'm sure like a parent would be, you know, either grounding them or, um, you know, taking away their cell phone their or... Phone. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I mean, let's, let's go there. The, that's a good point. There's other now, things they got to be effective. That's the question. That is a good question. But my, my, 
my ultimate point is if you honestly don't let me ask you this when you when you were spanked growing up did that genius stop you from doing something that you wanted to do as a kid like I, I know me growing up I got spanked all the time I like him had to go out several times at my grandmother's house and um, cut a switch down and I've been down that road and I can't think of a time when I was going to do something mischievous that the spankings ever came into mind. You know, you get that afterwards when you found out that you've been caught, but going into whatever action you're doing, I can't remember a time that that, that popped in my head. So was that really effective? Now, if you take away my, my Game Boy growing up, that's going to hurt, like hurt, hurt. So I remember all the times my Game Boy got taken away. You kind of follow where I'm going? Well, what do you think about the people that think that's abuse, though? They're, I mean, I've, I've actually seen people have argued um, that, oh, oh you take no. away somebody's cell phone, psychological damaging to their kid because that's their social connections, and you're taking away all their stuff. And it's like, I, I, are you kidding me? And I got to tell you, kids and cell phones, that that, that is kind of like how it was for you and, you know, your Game Boy or in my day, um, Abacus. You know, you had an Abacus, you had to go after mathematical stuff. But uh, there's no difference yeah, between they, that they, and the the girl that that uh, or the lady on uh, the news that was talking about getting a a baby's consent to change his diaper. Yeah, I mean, it's bizarre, right? I mean, bizarre. It goes to such an extreme, and those are the fringe where I'm like, at that point, I think you you well taking your side, you're taking yourself out of the argument to say that okay, taking away a cell phone is now abuse. No, no way would I the would Game I Boys, ever think that's a rational argument. The Game Boys, and the, uh, the phones, and all that. That's sure. Hold on one second. That's a uh, that's a privilege. The, yes, you know that is not is. a an aspect of existing, and mm -hmm. you're not going to have any type of long term lasting psychological damage like I think that you would with developing a fear of your parents when the spankings get too far along. Like there's a sure. a big difference between them taking your your shoulder and if, if people really make that argument then they're just stupid and we just have to deal that's with stupid that's people that's in the world so that's just the way this is the way it goes well, go you ahead have people advocating you have to have a toddler give it permission to, to change a, a, a nappy it's like come on <laughs> welcome to the new world all right him all right back to I you guys say, this, this isn't my main point i just wanted to add to what you were saying uh when I was younger, I was very sure of myself, and I was—I uh, I thought there was an objective morality, and I thought, well, there is at least a very basic set of things that every single person agrees upon. There ain't a goddamn thing in this world that everyone agrees upon, even the most basic shit. And I can debunk anything anybody saying that there is by one by two words: suicidal people, because they don't agree that the things needed to live are good. You do realize so you have objective morality. It's just crazy the more you learn. Not, you know what I mean? But you, you, you do agree you can have objective morality and people not agree that that is objective, right? I mean, they don't have to agree that what is moral, immoral to have objective, objective morality. It has nothing to do with that. So I mean, if, if like anybody I says, oh, this is crazy. moral, this is not, that doesn't matter if objective morality exists or not. It can still exist. <laughs> don't get me started. I was a Christian. I, was like, I thought that everybody was at least a baseline, like, decent person and then they like started from there but that's not even oh, the case no. like what i'm getting what oh, i'm getting no. at is that like the older i get the more amazed i get at how how far deviating from that center most people are like how not normal yeah. the average person is you know what i mean it's just it's that's insane a, it's a, that's a very good point i didn't know it until i started doing youtube but youtube uh, let you see. We, I tried to tell if this is going to corrupt him. I, I told him hey, straight oh, out a year, year or whatever. Oh man, once you start going down this rabbit hole, they ain't no going back, man. You look in that darkness, it starts looking back at your soul. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just, it's true. Um, Preach I'll tell you, the, 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 Amen, those brother. people, Hallelujah. if we're going to have spankings for anybody, it needs to be for several people on YouTube. Let's, let's instate that first. <laughs> yes. we, yeah, I'm not against spanking um, adults. When they need it, yes, I'm not against that, um, and I don't mean like the kind you pay for either. Uh, <laughs> no, the yeah. kind you pay Agnes, dearly Agnes, for. Agnes, yeah, back to your question. question. Can um, I answer yeah. the other one? Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm, so oh, you would ask me, um, basically, 
did spanking ever, you know, change my behavior or anything like that? Um, mm -hmm. I can say, yes, it did. I remember probably when I was six years old, uh, getting spanked for lying, uh, lying to my parents and to that, to, to this day, I still, I have trouble lying to anybody really. I mean, it's, 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 it's something, it's a skill that I really don't have and I'm really bad at it. Um, so I think I look back on it and I think it was character building for me because I didn't have to get spanked. If I was misbehaving, all, all I needed was a threat to be spanked and I did it. Right. Right. Because you had to like, just from what I'm hearing, your parents raised you correctly. They did what they knew best and you came out pretty good. You know, I don't, I barely know you, yep. but it sounds like you applied the lessons correctly. And of course that exists. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I'm so against spanking that I think every parent that does it should be locked up. Of course not. That's retarded as fuck. I just wanted to give you kudos there. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and just like advocate my position so fiercely that I would, you know, not take any of your points into consideration. I'm sorry to ramble. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good point because I don't think that anybody here is saying that um, if you if you spank your kids you should block them. But like I don't I don't want it to dive into that kind of like should we punish the the, the parent the parents for that? The, my my question ultimately for this is is there a better way? You know, it is spanking the best we can do for our kids. Um, it, I don't want it to focus on the you know the what should be happen to the, the parents or their motives because honestly i don't think that at the core it has anything to do with abuse it's just a it's a quick effective way to stop a behavior that you find uh, you know not conducive to your daily routine it, it just it's a quick well, solve and my, my ultimate question is quick and effective <laughs> i think that's that? absolutely true but and, and my, my question is does do those quick little fixes over time to some kids affect them adversely as a whole and negatively impact their you know the rest of their life so can we from the start just find a better way to you know prevent that from happening because like like kim said there you do have instances where people like you um, come out and, and me, I, I think I'm a little strange, but I think I, I came out pretty normal. Uh, but there are cases where that doesn't happen. There are cases where um, situations get bad and kids don't react very well. And if there was some kind of firewall in place to where that was, I don't even want to say like a last resort, but like not considerable, would that child's life you know, have a more fulfilled Pathway. See, I think it depends on the child, though. I mean, I, I really hate to say, I, think it is, yeah. I don't think this issue is black and white. I don't think it's dichotomous as people want to make it out to be. I mean, there's so many different factors on the degrees of spanking, the, 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 the type of learning behavior that a child has. Um, I, I don't think that it makes sense to say across the board, you should never do it under all circumstances or anything like that. I think there are um, instances. I only had to, to raise my hand to my daughter maybe three times, and it wasn't like anything there's no pain involved. It was mere, merely just psychological. I mean, it was just more, nothing more than a tap, but it got their, her attention. But you remember right? how many um, it was? Yeah, I do, because that's how limited it was, right? I mean, it was literally, I, I could count it. It seems like head. all three of you have that in common, and I don't. You know? But I think that, but I think it's it's deeper than that. That's what I'm trying to get at, Steve. Like, I think you remember there, there are three instances where that happened because it's such an unnatural right. thing. You know, it, it goes against, like, that's memorable. When you do that, it's not just a, uh, oh, this happened and I can forget about it. it. It leaves kind of a, an impression with you. And I think that's my ultimate question is, is there I, a I actually way? think it hurts the parent more than it hurts the child in a lot of cases. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yeah, but you know, it, it tough is, like my daughter's tough as crap now. I mean, um, when she was growing up and I hate to, you know, take a divergence here, but I think this is important. She was one of those skittish, really um, reserved, shy type girls. And, you know, um, she learned to play sports. She learned that she's going to get hurt. 
She's learned she's going to get injured. She's accepted it. She knows her pain threshold. And she's tough now. She's a tough kid. I mean, she took karate. You know, she made it up to like, I don't know, I don't know like green belt or something. I mean, she's tough. Now, I, that obviously wasn't because, that you know, she was she was spanked a couple times. And again, it wasn't like, you know, bam, bam. It was just a light tap kind of thing. But I do think there might be to something, like you were saying, a reasonable amount for certain types of compliance for certain children does build some type of character. I don't think you can actually just say in all circumstances that doesn't work. But, you know, it, it is so dependent on so many different factors. And she, I think and your daughter probably, your asses, I'll tell you right here now, she will kick your ass. <laughs> but I think she built that that kind of um, virtue from the sports thing. Like, you know, when you go into sports, you know the risk sure, that you're taking sure. when you go in there. And it's an, it's an adrenaline type thing. It, it's different when it's imposed on you. You know, like she's, in those instances, welcoming it because she wants to play. And those are just kind of the mm -hmm. things that, that go along with, with sports. But, um, and I mean... I'm not saying that it does have a horrible psychological impact on kids. My only point for this whole thing was to find out if there's a better way that can be equally as effective, but less impactful on their overall mental health. I think for some kids there, there is definitely better ways, but for some kids there's not. Um, if you have a kid that absolutely has zero respect for their parents. They don't. Uh, they don't listen at all. They just sneak out of the house and you know go off and do whatever. And there's literally nothing the parents can do. The parents just start feeling, you know, they're just completely over overwhelmed. They they're actually. I think a lot of parents now are actually scared to hit their uh, to spank their kill their children because they're afraid they're going to go to jail. Um, unfortunately, that's a real. Mm -hmm. That's a reality now. Um, I'm glad you said that. I don't. I'm glad you said that because I want to take it back to the your original example. Um, I was thinking about this a little bit, and if uh, if you are in if you were in prison and you cause a like a mini riot out on the yard, and you are fighting everybody, trying to slash at people they are under strict instructions like they can't beat you half to death they 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 risk losing their job if that's the case they have to to do everything they can to take you in without the least amount of incident so if a cop is you're talking in a jail yeah i'm i'm, I'm oh yeah they're they're the right but they're still going to do it I saw it. I saw it often. They do everything that is humanly possible not to provoke or injure the inmate, even if it's a fight. They will mace, wait till they fall, and then go pick them up. Basically, what I'm saying is, you are instructed as a a jailer who who is over prisoners to treat inmates in a better way than what we're kind of talking about here in terms of the reaction to being able to you know, spank or whatever you want to call correcting your child. And, and now, I would disagree with we... that whole, that whole premise. Um, Can well, I, I mean, something? you'll have to tell me why, because I, I, was, think I was there. I was in, I was in prison for a year. I saw it I, I think is what they're using. I mean, what, when they're, when you have, uh, the police officers or, you know, whatever the jail officers that are, are they're not necessarily being nice to the inmate out in the yard that you know oh, trying I know. to stab other people they're they're i know they're beating them with billy clubs and whatever else they got to do to get them to comply um what i'm saying is that you don't see that, them you don't see them rushing after them to strike them in any form if if possible they're going to take them with as little incident as possible. Now you would think if it's a you know adrenaline field and they're trying to to do something, they're just going to rush in there and start clubbing everybody. But that's not what happens. It, by procedure, you're right. Like by the book, yes. But in practice, I'm sure there sure, are have, variances oh yeah, yeah. from I'm, that, to say the least. Some absolutely. William clubs getting applied to some flight, some faces. 
absolutely. You have you have instances where that happens, but for the most part, and like I said, I can tell you because I actually saw, I don't know how many times that happened. And yes, you do have some some guys who are just you know helping on getting there and, and and doing whatever. But for the most part, they try to go without instance. And what we do with inmates when they you know mess up or whatever is it essentially put them in timeout. You know they there's not you don't spank uh them when they mess up on the inside so why do we do that to little kids you know like why don't we take the approach of how we treat adults with like timeout taking oh i agree with you yeah Um, and you know i was never in prison but i can tell you from the military experience uh you know they're they're not allowed to lay hands on you like a boot camp right you you can't they can't strike you however there's a lot of things they could do that's actually a lot worse you know when you're being cycled for four hours at a time or you know you're grappling and they put a little bit more pressure on a, on a hold or something um you know so there's ways for them to do compliance but i'll tell you that the, the fear they'll put into you is nothing i mean it should be spanking is nothing or, or hitting is nothing to the fear that they of what they could do i mean i'd rather gotten hit half the time in, in, in boot camp than the, the fear that they put into you i mean at least we get hit you get knocked down you get over and you're, you're done but you ever had four or five hours of intense grueling uh cycling where they just you're doing jumping jacks and, and, and cartwheels and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, 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 it hurts a long time and you're sore for several days. Um, so even though they though can't that, physically strike you, there is other ways around that kind of stuff. The, the, my point is though, in those levels, we establish a, um, a standard. Like sure. even though you do have people that go outside of the standard, obviously that happens in everything. We still say, even the people who break, the laws we're going to do everything that we can not to lay a hand on them so why don't we apply that to our own households you know why why is that oh you know i think the biggest differentiation that we're looking at is does spanking an adult actually do anything I, I would I think, argue that if you were to spank an inmate, yeah. it's, it's well, not Well, at the right time, sure. Yeah. But that's actually it, a good point it, against it, you because then, like, why do we apply a double standard just because they're smaller humans? Like, oh, we have a power dynamic over them because we have authority over them. Like, okay, you it. said something about power imbalance earlier. Yes, that needs to exist yeah. in a parent-child relationship, but it does naturally because you own the house. You also don't need to add to that, hey, I have a size advantage over you. Like, it, it creates what I like to call, and, and by that I mean I didn't come up with this, an adversarial relationship where it's the parent versus the child rather than the parent working with the child and it's them together against the world. You know what I mean? Then you have to, like, start scheming of how to get out of that punishment and shit. I'll tell you what I think it is, what it ultimately boils down to for me, because uh, I don't think it's a, it's abuse between the parents and, and the kid. I think what ultimately you, you have happening is the kid does something that the parent realizes is not okay. So the parent feels that they should take action to correct this so that it doesn't happen again. However, instead of going a route that would be probably more effective, I think, but you have to commit to it a little bit longer, like taking something away or grounding them. Because what comes with that is the days of nagging, like, when can I get this back? You know, when can I get this back? Blah, 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 blah. It's a lot quicker and it feels their need to you know, reassure them that they took steps to correct this action just to spank them. It's just a real quick But what happens fix. what happens when they don't care when you take something away? I but it's um, also possible for them to not care when you spank them too. There's a lot of people yeah. in the chat who've yeah. made no mention of that. Like the one person said that by the time I was eight years old it was a game to me and I just told or pretended to hurt so my parents would feel wouldn't feel bad. You can find outliers in in every situation. Now, nobody's saying that those those don't exist. You will have people that don't care that stuffs get taken. And in in that, then you probably should uh, read it like a Dr. Phil book. I would say you know he he probably has the the, the answer um, when it gets to that level. But I think as a whole, your average kid's going to care when something they care about is taken away. 
every kid's got something that they care about deep, you know, deep down. And as a parent, you should know what that is. And I think that that's more effective and that's more memorable than the spanking thing. Um, and it's just a simpler way to fix that without risking any kind of emotional damage. And I think that's another tool in the toolbox. To be honest with you, I'm aware. I have to go here yeah, in a few. Uh, I'm aware, Agnetic, so. that, that that is your that is your stance. And my stance is I have no idea what I would replace that tool with, but my baseline is to not include that, if at all possible. However, I am arguing from a position of ignorance, and uh, that ignorance is also willful, because I'm not going to have children. Well, I, well, I, I just I wish I had a solution. We've all been getting leading up to a point to what would we replace spanking with? None of us really know because children are gray areas and not black and white and spanking is a black and white behavior. Yeah, now there are there's a gradient of spanking child. but once you cross that line you're into a different style of parenting. Yeah, I, th I think only a parent there, really knows what is going to be best for their child. Um, but I think we all agree that that even if you decide to spank your child they have every parent oh, has I, to know the difference between a, a I'm going to disagree with you there. Correction. Parents don't by default know what's best for their kid by the act of being a parent. Oh, oh, him, I, him, I think, him, I think him, they him, naturally him, do him, know him. better. Um, let, let, uh, let everybody, I think, let everybody I think, finish, I think, guys. As, I think that most parents, at least a good parent, I should say, a good parent will know more about their child than, than any other person. Um, I think it's just a biological thing, and you spend more time with your child. Um, but I was going to say that I think I want to be able to differentiate between spanking and abuse and anybody who commits any type of abuse on a child needs to go away from prison forever i mean i just i'm done with them um so i think that's something that we all should agree upon and that if you see somebody in walmart or whatever and it's not just you know a tap but you see a kid getting beat i knew that was coming something. i knew i was waiting on that example to come uh the walmart example it happens it always though. comes it happens I know. Jesus, all kinds of weird shit happens at Walmart. Do you really want to go to a Walmart lady, after of course. Right? I don't anymore. I'm scared she had shitless. Her kid on one of those leashes, you know, those, those, those kid leashes, and she had the other end of the leash looped around and was pulling him back as he was trying to uh, scramble away, beating him with the uh, other end of the leash. Only at Walmart. Only at, Only at Walmart. Actually, guys, that's why. Uh, that's why the non-sex show, this is a true story, unfortunately, the non-sex show Discord um, voice chat voice chat channel after midnight is called Walmart After Dark because just like the actual Walmart you will go into and see um, things you did not know existed after dark, you can also hear those things in our Discord. Um, and so if you can't sleep, please go to Walmart After Dark. Ain't that right, Dave? Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the things Can I just see. throw out one more? One more platter? Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. So, when you're talking about, okay, what's alternatives? And I think, like, in the, probably in the mid, mid to late 90s, we really saw this societal shift between, um, you know, spanking and, you know, the timeouts and, um, uh, basically not spanking i think i think the 90s was really a shifting point for that and then so now you fast forward to today where the kids that were born you know in the late 90s early 2000s are now becoming adults and they're in high school um i'm wondering if this you know taking away that that tool oh, and replacing oh, it with oh. the pick approach is that how is that affecting the kids that are coming out of school now? You know, you bring, oh, okay. up, bring up a good point. I thought you were going to try to link it to the increase in mass shootings. Is that where you were going? I thought I was going to go with spanking in school because I, I was spanked in school once, a paddle, one time for fighting. Um, and it, I, yeah. I, I was against it that, uh, believe me, I think and uh, I still am against it. I don't think any school I'm, should spank a child, period. I'm not, I'm not necessarily linking it to that, but at the same time of asking the question, it, could it be linked? I don't know. I, I don't see I think it has more, that would, it has more to do with connection. 
That's yeah, more to do with social media, I think. Um, you know, uh, I want to add to something that Agnathias. <coughs> I, I want to add quick, something. I'm going to be jetting out here in like five minutes. Yes, these no, got cool. to run. No, I was going to agree with you that like that societal shift happened. And I think what mostly did that was because people started being aware of what, a, what each other were doing. And they're like, Oh, okay. Um, now everybody's kind of watching me. I, yeah, maybe I'll be a halfway decent person and not use hitting as the primary method of disciplining my children. I don't know. We're, like as society progresses and we become more open and connected, we stop doing more reprehensible things and progress forward. Generally speaking, not 100%. <coughs> Flat Earth. <coughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that. Uh, but yeah, Earth. good, 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 uh, good discussion tonight, guys. I know it was um, quick, yep. but me and Steve are kind of pulled in several different directions. Now, I had a stream beforehand, and uh, Steve's got one coming up, so uh, kind of... An express show tonight, but um, good nonetheless. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, we'll you be know back what? Nothing wrong with a little quickie, right? Nothing wrong with quickie, is there? Well, that depends. Quickie and what? I, I, I never you had, had a good quickie. quickie. I'm okay, whatever. <laughs> We've all, I've, I've had a few uh, good quickies. This episode, um, this should be called the spanking quickie episode. No debates, it has <laughs> you know, we're gonna have another uh, episode about spanking, it's gonna be about adults. Trust me, it's gonna be way different. Yeah, I will be leading that. Um, but uh, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, the most requested guest that we have ever had be requested will be with us as Greater Sapien. I'm looking uh, forward to that. It is flat out fucked up weekend starting tomorrow. We will, be doing, we will be doing Flat Earth Saturday and Flat Earth Sunday. So um, bring your aluminum foil hats. Uh, throw away your science books. Forget gravity and take everything that you hold sacred and flush it down the toilet for the next 48 hours because it's going to be long and drawn out. But I promise if we stick together, we can come to it at the end. One united sphere. Fly for alcohol. Yeah, it's going to be a shift show. We apologize in advance. Actually, no. Yeah, we don't. total dumpster fire, but nonetheless. I'm going to be watching we'll the fuck out of that. Apology, not apology. It's going to be great. Good, oh, thank you crazy. guys for having me on. Good night, Cleveland. Thank you, too. Yes. Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. guys. And go to Iconis Iowa's channel. See you over there in a few, about 15 minutes.